We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know you are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. What a great day to share our faith, talk about the Lord, and pray. Would you join with me? Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King, we declare our love for you this day. We uh, sanctify ourselves, O Lord. We are your servants. We are seeking to be holy as you are holy. And so as we talk about your word, as we talk about your commandments and your will, we ask, Father, that you would anoint this message and this program so that people will be challenged, O Lord, to apply it to their lives and to affect change in their lives so that we can affect change in our city, in our culture, and even in our country. So, Lord, we ask for that kind of strong anointing. We ask for your blessings in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. It's great to be with you uh, today. We are, I I said we were finished last week with our topic of civility, but I just felt that there was one more message I wanted to get out there. Uh, And and then next week we will change. You know, uh, in Judaism, there is something called Lashan Hara. And this is a Hebrew term, Lashan Hara, it literally is translated into the evil tongue. And Lashon Hara differs from like a defamation of character because it's focusing on the use of true speech for a wrongful purpose. And I'll get into that a little later on so you'll understand. Rather than using falsehood and harm arising that way. So... When people talk about not being under the law, which I hear often, and and they usually talk about things like, well, why are you keeping kosher, or why are you doing this ritual or other ritual, yet there are some laws that are seem to be violated by everybody that we all should keep. 
And these laws are found both in the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Covenant. They're the same laws for everybody. It's, it's in both Scriptures, and it involves our tongue. If you're a believer and you want to bring back civility to our nation, it starts with you and how you use your speech. We are all, in a sense, role models. So let's consider this teaching today and, and, and think about how it applies in our lives. So Judaism teaches about the power of speech and the harm that can be done through speech. As we would all hopefully agree, the rabbis say that the universe was created through speech. And we see this in Genesis where God said, let there be light. So God said, and it was created, right? Okay. And at Yom Kippur, which is one of the fall feasts, the holy days, there are many confessions made because that's the Day of Atonement. And one is called Alchet, which uh, probably uses, I'd say, 25% of the things that are confessed, maybe out of 40 or so things that are confessed, has to do with our speech. The harm done by speech really can never be repaired, right? If you cheat someone... The money can be repaid, right? Yeah. But Lashon Hara is best described as speech that causes pain, and it can't be repaired. It can be forgiven, but it can't be repaired. It can't be taken back. You know, this is well illustrated by a story that is told in Jewish circles. Uh, it, it's about a man who told some lies about the rabbi. And later, he realized that he had been wrong. And so he wanted to make things right again. So he goes to the rabbi, and he says, Rabbi, please forgive me. He begs for forgiveness and says, What can I do to make things right? The rabbi replies, Take a feather pillow, cut it open, and scatter the feathers to the winds. Well, (laughs) the man thought, Wow. That is one strange request. But, hey, I'm the one who's trying to get things right. I'll just do it. So he does it out of respect for the rabbi and and the situation. When he returns to the rabbi, he says, I did what you said. And the rabbi says, well, great. Now go gather the feathers. Well, because you can no more make amends for the damage of your words as much as you can collect these feathers. And and that's really true. So our speech has to be seasoned. And another thought about speech is that it can be compared to like a bullet shot from a gun. You can't bring it back once you pull the trigger. You can't stop the hurt it causes. And if you don't hit your target there can be a lot of collateral damage. Leviticus 19, verse 16, says it this way, You are not to go up and down as a tail-bearer among your people. You are not to endanger the life of your neighbor. I am Adonai. Now, of course, we know 
from looking at Scripture, Yeshua always raises the bar. He, he takes what is found in the Hebrew Scriptures and raises it some levels. So he calls in Matthew 15.10 to the crowd and said to them, Hear and understand. Verse 11. It's not what goes into the mouth that makes the man unholy, but what comes out of the mouth. This makes the man unholy. Lashan Hara uh, is, is something that we say something negative about a person. Even if it's true, it still is negative. In fact, true statements can be more harmful and hurtful and damaging than false statements because the person can't defend themselves by disproving the statement if it's true, right? So the way we say it, the way we correct, uh, there are so many great scriptures. It reminds me of the one in, Gala- uh, in uh, Galatians, yeah, Galatians 6, 1. And it says, we who are spiritual, when we correct somebody, uh, be careful and do it in a gentle manner. Otherwise, we will be actually, um, we, we will end up sinning as well. That's a bad paraphrase, but <laughs> go with it. The, the, the understanding of it is that we have to be very, very careful with our speech. Another thing in, interesting in Judaism is that Lashon Hara is, has e, an equalness to uh, the seriousness of like murder or idol worship or even adultery. Now, why do I mention those three sins in terms of the equalness of, of the seriousness of, of Lashon Hara? Is, is because it is said in Judaism that these are the only sins that you may not violate even to save a life. So that gives you uh, just a sense of how it's seen. It is forbidden to even imply or suggest negative things about a person. It is forbidden to say negative things about a person even in jest. So obviously, one who spreads a false report would be even lower than what we've just been discussing, Lashan Hara. Um, So let's look at a few scriptures and see what God says, and let's see if we can have the heart of Messiah on this, and that it will touch us in such a way that we'll want to change our lives. Proverbs 15, verse 1, says a gentle answer turns away wrath. Now, just think of those words. Think of an experience that you've had recently where somebody's words got you upset. Did you respond to them in gentleness? Because that's what the Scripture says to do. It says, but a harsh word stirs up anger. You don't want to do that. Verse 2. I love this. Uh, In the New American Standard, it says, The tongue of the wise makes knowledge acceptable. I love that phraseology. If you have a wise tongue, you're making the knowledge acceptable. You don't need to add ugly words to it. You don't need to be angry or loud. 
And then in verse 3, it says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, watching the evil and the good. Verse 4, A soothing tongue is a tree of life, but perversion in it crushes the spirit. So we see that, first of all, God is everywhere, and that he's asking us to have a soothing tongue, a tongue of healing, and that is a tree of life. Now, if you were familiar with a Jewish understanding and you read that in Proverbs, you'd immediately go to Proverbs 3.18, which is using the word tree of life as a um, reference to God's word, to the Torah. And so there it says, she, meaning God's word, the Torah, is a tree of life to those who embrace her. And blessed will be all who hold firmly to her. So do you hold firmly to the word of God? Then if you do, a soothing tongue is a tree of life. A soothing tongue represents the word of God. Comparing our tongue, our words, to the words of Scripture that are to edify and to heal and to bring together. Our words are to soothe. Do you use soothing words? We could say that here is the law from the New Covenant. Are you under that law? You know, people always ask me, are you under the law? I say, sure, I'm under the law. God says to love God with all his heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. I'm under that law. Are you under that law? (laughs) Ephesians 4.29, let no harmful word come out of your mouth, but only what is beneficial for building others up according to the need, so that it gives grace to those who hear it. Do not grieve the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness and rage and anger and quarreling and slander, along with all malice. Instead, be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving, each other, just as God and Messiah also forgave you. Reminds me, you know, there are many hot topics we all talk about with our family and our friends and even in our congregation. Reminds me about Tuesday night. Tuesday night we had a Bible study and we had told people to bring scriptures to talk about tongues. Now, in my, I don't know how it is in your congregation, but in my congregation there's a lot of diversity. And there's certainly diversity on the understanding of speaking in tongues and 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 the gifts of the spirit and and what is real and what isn't what's been done away with. And so we sat for an hour and a half and we talked about this and we did not have any anger. We did not have we had a lot of disagreement <laughs> and and it was both sides used scripture but we did not get excited or upset and we left as one even though we didn't dr- disagree i mean we didn't agree so this is an art form really to learn how to follow scripture about things that are undeniable And it is undeniable that God wants us to speak in a respectful, 
loving manner. We, you know, so often we rationalize our poor speech. An example, the best example of that is for parents, right? Who, who their child does something wrong and you want to correct them. And because they have repeated this wrong over and over and over and over and over again, you scream to get the words out to them. And because you feel somehow that it'll, <laughs> they'll hear it better, I guess. And, and so you say other harmful words, or, or uh, we say words that w- would just uh, will say it's okay because the kids deserved it. They deserved to hear it. Or, or we say that the words were okay because our friends deserved it. We, we say that they wouldn't have understood if we were nice about it. Some things just need to have tough love. How many times have you heard that? It's all rationalization for speaking unkind. Look, we are smart enough to use the words in a way that is respectful. And yes, we can still correct we can still do the things we need to do. These are all rationalizations against God's two most important commandments. You know, the second one is love your neighbor as yourself, but you really can't do that. Um, if, if you don't do that, you also don't love God because you're not obeying him. So, uh, look, we have to see that the scripture is clear. Yeshua has been clear. And and honestly, this is why I try daily to pray for President Trump and our government. Because it's so important to pray. They are our role models. They set the atmosphere and the tone of our culture. Whether you agree with them or disagree with them is not the issue. The issue is that they have to teach by an example and and our government and President Trump have not done this to date. And we need to speak in a biblical manner with biblical values. That change, I believe, can only come through our prayers. I said I wouldn't be offering this week the prayer guide anymore, but I just feel led that let's do it one more week. It's a prayer for our country. It's a booklet, short booklet. It's free. Why don't you just call Karen at 813-831-5673. She'll send it out to you. It's a prayer for our government, a prayer for Israel. Um, It's very specific, and and I, I think we all need to join this movement, so to speak. Proverbs 18, verse 19 says, An offended brother is more formidable than a fortified city. If that's true, we're in big trouble in our country. Because how many people have offended people? And it's more formidable, God says, than a fortified city. And quarrels are like the bars of a fortress. Yeah, just think about it. When we're in a quarrel, we're, we, we put ourselves in almost in a jail. And we are... Far from God. In Proverbs 18.20, it says, From the fruit of his mouth, a man's stomach is filled. With the harvest of his lips, he is satisfied. Are, are you getting this, radio people? 
Verse 21, death and life are in the control of the tongue. Those who indulge in it will eat its fruit. Colossians 4, 5 says, Conduct yourselves with wisdom towards outsiders, making the most of the opportunity. Let your speech always, I I love to ask the question, how long is always, (laughs) be with grace, seasoned with salt, to know how you ought to answer everyone. What do I have to do, my wonderful listening audience, to get you to start with me a biblical speech revolution. What can I do to get you to think that you must join me in this venture? It has to start somewhere. Why not with you and me? I literally am having dreams of going to the White House and speaking to the president and others about a biblical speech revolution. Can I repeat the scripture from earlier? Matthew 15, 10, Yeshua speaks to them and says, Hear and understand. It's not what goes into the mouth that makes the man unholy, but what comes out of the mouth, this makes the man unholy. God has asked us to be holy. Leviticus eleven forty five says this, For I am Adonai your God, therefore sanctify yourselves and be holy, for I am holy. For I am Adonai, verse 45, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Therefore, you should be holy, for I am holy. Verse 46, this is the Torah, or the instruction Of the animal, the bird, every living creature that moves in the waters and every creature that creeps on the earth to make a distinction between the unclean and the clean. And isn't that what God is constantly trying us to do? We are to make a distinction between the clean and the unclean, the holy and the unholy, the light and the darkness, right? Even right from the beginning, God made that distinction and called the light day and and the darkness night. Are you willing to make that distinction? Whom will you serve? You know what? (laughs) I've run out of time. I'm going to have to continue this, sorry, next week. I just ran out of time. I don't know where the time went. But I, I pray that you've identified the fact today that God wants us to respect our fellow man, and that happens in word and in deed. And so our speech needs to be uh, just with honey. <laughs> My dad used to say, you get more with honey than, than anything else. And I believe that to be true. But this is God asking you to obey him. So, look, if you would like to speak to me about this uh, topic or any topic or have an idea for future weeks you'd like me to teach on, email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. You can also call Karen, as I mentioned before, uh, and get the prayer booklet for Praying for Our Government. Call at 813-831-5673. If you'd like to include a gift to the heart, 
of Messiah radio program, we'd appreciate it. You can also donate through our website, heartofmessiah.org. If you've missed the program, go on our website. You'll see the past programs uh, there. Our recent programs have sought to give you, the army of believers, ammunition to fight at the spiritual level where we can see the most good. Join with me each week and join with this crusade as the body of believers gets larger, stronger, and more effective in defeating the enemy as we grow in our desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. God of Israel.